Great day, everyone. Did you know that your brand is an extension of you? And a brand isn't just for entrepreneurs. As a leader, you have a brand too. So how do you manage this brand and create this brand? We're going to talk about all that today on the Coffee with Rhonda show as we take one more step towards leading above the grind. Let's get started. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show. We're super excited that you are here with us today for another episode. And as you know, this is your cup full of inspiration, revelation, and wit for today's savvy leader. So this is, I can't believe we're already at um, episode five of our season six or episode seven of our season six, which means there's only five more to go before the end of the season. Total episodes for us now is at 73. So we're super excited about that. Today's conversation is going to be about your brand. So we're going to break it all down, dive in and help you understand the value and the importance of your brand. So before we introduce our co-host and our guest for today, just a couple of housekeeping items for you. If you would, uh-oh, where did I go? Can you all still hear me? <laughs> we can still hear Rhonda, however, she is hiding at this time, but we are in the Coffee with Rhonda show. Without, oh my goodness. Rhonda. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll just keep talking. Y'all just keep listening to my voice and I'll just Hi, keep Ross. going. <laughs> <laughs> until <laughs> until I get my video back. So um, so what's interesting about our show today is we are going to really dive into the brand. But first, comment, comment, comment. Don't forget to tell us who you are and where you're watching from. And don't forget to tell us what you have in your cup. Okay, everyone, we have lost Rhonda temporarily, but that's uh -oh. okay. You are in the Coffee with Rhonda show. And today we have a wonderful, wonderful person here, Christopher, who does all of our branding, and Marie. So, Christopher, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Christopher, uh, can you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us who you are, what do you do, and why you are here today? Sure thing. Um, first of all, it is fantastic to be here. Uh, it is fantastic to finally meet the two of you. Uh, so, good morning, Marie. Good morning, Roz. It's, it's always odd when you feel like you know people from the media, then you actually end up working with them in person. But I just feel like I know you guys so well already. Many laughs over all the shows, by the way. Thank you. Um, so um, my name is Christopher Andrade. I live in Peoria, Arizona, and I run a company called Neo Media Branding. Um, I was born and raised here and mentored with some phenomenal people from Disney. Um, and launched a business that was more about psychographic design than graphic design and ended up just being very fortunate to land some big and small clients that had a big impact on branding overall. And I have a boutique approach that helps clients find a unique voice and tell their story magnificently, cut through the white noise and become fulfilled, ideally, uh, as they're doing it. So I'm very honored to help companies and individuals. So Christopher, what are you drinking this morning, honey? What's in your cup? Uh, well, I have two mugs. I have the mug that I am drinking from today. Here's the philosophy I try to drink from every day. If I can get that in there. Uh, but this actually, I used to donate a portion of the funds from my first company, Rampage Creative Communications, to 
preserving the white rhino. I don't know what you can see there. And there there's oh, my yeah. rhino mug. So this is the Jeroboam of coffee. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. That's so original. <laughs> Until one time oh, in a client meeting, I went to drink and the horn tapped me in the eye uh, as I was drinking. So I was like, no, I better find something better than that. So. <laughs> 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 oh, fantastic. You know what? You know, no pun on that, but I guess that was an eye opener. So she's back. <laughs> oh, 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 nice. <laughs> I wouldn't want to turn a blind eye to that. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So let, let us reintroduce you to, to Rhonda Y. Williams. She is over the Leadership Academy. And Rhonda, I heard she's awesome. She, yes, she is a fabulous co host, honey, and wonderful with IQ, EQ, and Elemental P and all them alphabets. So, Rhonda. <laughs> Tell us who you are and what's in your cup, darling. I will tell you what is in my cup is not nearly strong enough for what I just went through. I'm going to need something much stronger. But <laughs> anyway, so Rhonda Y. Williams, I am your host for the show and I'm super excited to be here. I am what is uh, what I like to call an our soul or a recovering stressed out leader. And so um, today I help leaders to decrease their stress and to really help make sure that they are enhancing their skills so that they can get bigger and better results in their life. So we want to learn more about what we do. You can visit us at EliteMentorCoachingAcademy.com. So that's all about me. In my cup today, I have, again, wish it was stronger, but today I'm just starting with coffee and a bit of hazelnut. So that's what's in my cup today. So I'm super excited. Did you all do your intros? Did you meet my amazing friend Christopher and so much more Christopher welcome yeah, to the Chris, show yeah Christopher already told us about himself honey and he already made us laugh so now <laughs> we can do the co-host he kind of is the co-host already right but sort of behind behind the scenes a little bit Christopher you do so much so I just want everyone to know that you are really the master um behind he makes our us look so good behind so our good. elevated branding so over the course of the past um just over a year or so christopher has really taken our brand to the next level and it has been a joy and just incredible to watch that transformation happen so thank you my friend i'm looking forward to you sharing everything and all of your brilliance with uh folks here today so uh Murray and Roz, we're gonna dive into this conversation on branding today and Marae, have you all introduced yourselves? No. No, I didn't have the opportunity to introduce myself. So this is Marae, Marae Tilekima, all the way from Perth, Australia, the greatness engineer, as I have, you know, as people call me. I am, you know, all about greatness. I help people to understand the greatness that they have inside of them and help them to step into it, step into their power. And I'm all also an engineer, a petroleum engineer. I'm the CEO of the MT Energy Resources. And today I'm, ac I'm actually drinking coffee. So uh, it's going to be explosive, I think, you know, and, and really happy to have Christopher here as well. And uh, welcome, everyone. Awesome. Nice. Thank you so much, Murray. Um, Roz, uh, have you introduced yourself? Well kind of sort of but anyway in case anybody didn't catch it i'm, I'm ross jones the ceo and owner of jacksonville's best caregivers and of course i'm at work so excuse my my surgical cap and my mask and all of that but i um own jacksonville's best caregivers we help expand the life of your loved one and why do we do it we do it to help the caregiver to reduce that sos on their journey which is being stressed overwhelmed and providing safety and security when you can't do it all give us a call again my cup is way over there but in my cup I have uh, water and lemon today. That's what I have. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Roz. Christopher, do you have a cup? I missed what's in your cup if you have your cup. Oh, sure. This is my cup. This is the philosophy <laughs> I'm drinking from right there, if you can see that. Oh, life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. I love Indeed. it. Indeed. Show the other um, cup, Christopher. But What's in it is the same coffee I make every morning for my wife and I. Uh, so I'll roll out of bed really early. I muffle the coffee maker with cushions from the couch 
turn it on, it grinds the coffee, and uh, then I'll bring her a cup. But I used to drink every day. I was showing uh, uh, Marae and Roz from this mug <laughs> back when I used to donate uh, some of my money. I was interested in the preservation of the white rhino. And so I had all this rhino paraphernalia and everything that was in my studio. And I, I was drinking this at a meeting one time and poked myself in the eye with the horn. So I thought maybe the PR value isn't worth it to like endanger my life. And then Roz was like, you know, you, you don't want to, you don't want to uh, turn a blind eye to, or no, what was your, what was your quote, your, your comment, Roz, about that, about blinding yourself for the business. Anyway. I can't, I can't so remember, but it was something learned, funny. Just know. go to the replay. Y'all get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Awesome. So let's dive into our conversation today. Later on, we're going to do our top two. We didn't do it last week. We got so engrossed in our conversation. We didn't do it, but stay tuned, everybody, because this week we will definitely do the top two. So I want to say hello and good morning to a few folks out there. Favor is with us. Hi, Favor. Good afternoon. Great day to you. Great to see you. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. And Favor, type into the comments where you're tuning in from. Uh, Favor is dialing in from Nigeria, and she's going to be joining us in the Leadership Above the Grind Academy. So, so excited to have you joining us, um, Favor. Regina is out there. Good morning, sis. She's dialing in from New Jersey, and she has coffee in her cup. And welcome, Christopher and ladies. Hello, Regina. And she's like, she, uh, Christopher, I think she's your number one fan. She's like, yay. Aww. <laughs> Oh, that's you didn't awesome. tell me I was getting my heart broken this morning. Ah, oh, Teresa Malcolm. I know. Great day. Hey, Ter hey, Terry. Thanks so much for tuning in. Excited to share my cup of coffee with all of you. Thank you so much. And then we also have Tamiako uh, dialing in. Hi, Tamiako. Great to see you this morning. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have not already, please like, comment, and share the video. So let's get started. Christopher, what is a brand? Oh, gosh, I probably should have prepared. Um, <laughs> you know, a brand is I uh, usually try in, in a early conversations with people talking about branding was to dispel uh, maybe any preconceived notions they have about brands and what branding means. Every It's like, again, you know, like the soul or anything else. People have very personal opinions about what a brand constitutes. Um, but I was taught by three incredible people, uh, mentors of mine from Disney, really how to take a step back and look at what a brand is and how you live it. And the brand is basically your soul made manifest to the world, whether it's an extension of that into your company or your brand with your family or your brand with your community, your team, you know, your brand and that brand extended into whatever kind of professional, uh, you know, endeavor you have um, is constituted from your deepest beliefs, your personal preferences, your convictions and values and principles. It's this amalgam of things and or it should be and it's an ideal form. It should be that. So people just need to kind of get a reset on what they think a brand really is in its ideal form. And once they do, then they see the value for their lives, for themselves, even the brand to themselves, of themselves. Um, that's within their control to create. Wonderful. So I want to just ask, so Roz and Murray, as you both think about your brand, how do you think about your brand and how does that relate to what Christopher just shared? So Murray, let's start with you. How do you think about your brand? You've got a pretty consistent brand in, in terms of what we see in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, it's uh, it's a long story because, uh, you know, I, I didn't know what was a brand just, you know, a few years ago. For me, it was just what's on paper, the logo and all kind of different things, but nothing really related to me. I was more looking at, uh, at it from an external point of view instead of, you know, understanding. And I, I started to understand that it's about me. It's about my personality. It's about my values. And it's... A 
about what you know people think about me and what I bring into you know into the market or into everything that I do and uh, and the consistency is part of it because uh, you don't want to uh, to be somebody that is changing all the time and and uh, because otherwise you, you don't actually have a brand so you have to bring this consistency all the time in everything that you do at home in the office and and everywhere because it's about you it's your it it, it belongs to you wow nice. it's who you are so that's the way i see the brand yeah. you know it's really it defines you it defines your values and it's really who you are your personality and 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 what you you really want to to create you know in in your environment i love yeah. that Marie. and then christopher you said so that phrase that you use your brand is your soul manifest how, what did how was that what was that phrase you just used yeah your your brand is your soul made manifest to the world so we all mm -hmm. pass through life with our souls internally whatever however you define that energy plasma soul however you define it but there's that. something that is not physical within us uh and that kind of drives how we look at the world and treat other people and mm -hmm. how we find our place in the world once we identify the collective or what's often overdetermined, all these factors, my mom did this to me, my dad did that to me, I was raised in this part of the world, I'm this person, creed, color, religion, whatever. It's this identity that we have. But people don't, everybody's so busy just trying to get along in life, they don't stop and think about what is my brand? What is that? You know, we just don't have the time. Everybody's so busy, there's no time to think. Right. So I cause people to calm down, clear the water, of their personal life experience and um, begin to really put some attention on everything that it means for them to be their person in this world and their endeavors professionally, personally, the legacy they want to leave behind, what they want to give to the world from that brand. Mm -hmm. So that that's why your soul coming out, once you've identified that and kind of work toward that ideal, everything changes. That is a game changer. Roz, when you think about your brand, um, how do you think about your brand? My brand suffered for a lot of years because I had an identity crisis. Mm. And I just want to be honest. I didn't know, I didn't know who I was. And Rhonda, you know, I told you this and, and Maria on other shows, I'm fire, I finally, a few years ago, and probably most because of this show, I found out who I am and understood my impact in people's lives. Once I understood that identity and my purpose, not my why, my purpose here on earth, and that goes back to the energy and manifestation. Once I understood that, I started shifting into Roslyn's practice. Oh, Jacksonville's best caregivers, Roslyn, the owner. Well so I, I the reason that Jacksonville's best caregivers exist. You know, you know, it's not the opposite way. Roger, so you're breaking up. That, once I got that and made that shift, my social media changed. Mm. Yeah, you're breaking up a little now. bit. So we got, we, <laughs> we, we got a lot of it. And what we took from, what I took from what I heard, Roz, was that you had an identity crisis. And when you began to clear that, just as Christopher just said, calm the waters, clear things down and figure out who you were and the value that you brought, everything else mm -hmm. really changed. You basically began positioning yourself differently because it became consistent. Work. Yes. My, my, my social media became consistent. Then once that became consistent, then everybody started trusting me because they saw a consistent message. That's right. And it wasn't mm -hmm. something commercial. It was from my experience. So I was sharing my experience not something that that someone else told me and that was the game changer it was Roz, and it wasn't somebody else thank you rhonda mm, no that's really good so so when i think about brand let's just give people a visual of this and what this looks like right so when you think about someone with a strong brand or presence in the market who comes to mind for you like like who who do you think of when you think gosh they've got this really strong consistent brand however you may like it you may not like it so it's not so much about that but it is that brand and that impression that you have of them so um roz do, does anyone come to mind for you yeah queen elizabeth is a brand 
Mm. Wow. Yeah. Could you hear me? Yes. Yes. And and actually, it caused me to think because when you said that, the first thing I th did was I sort of imagined what do I think and feel when you said the name, right? That's what that's what the brand is that think that perception and that feeling. So thank you for that, um, Rods. Moray, who comes to mind for you when you think about someone with a strong brand? Oprah. Oprah is a strong brand. She comes to mind straight away. Definitely, absolutely. Mm, yep. Absolutely. What about you, Christopher? Now you are you you are in this world looking at people from this perspective often. Who comes to mind for you when you think of someone with a strong brand? Too many people. Uh, all the people I know and love. Um, but in terms of because our brands don't live in a vacuum, a brand, a strong brand of a person has all these preconceived notions that like she had said with the queen or with Oprah, you know, you don't just get the idea of the person, ideally anyway, if it's a good strong brand, it stands for, and I hub and spoke everything. That's how I do everything, hub and spoke. So in the middle, you have the queen or you have Oprah, or you have Rhonda. And the person I think of just because of all the things that they do and everything they bring to, has the same kind of um, notions that are peripheral to who they are, Tom Hanks. And the reason I say that is not just because he's a celebrity. I've got, I read more than I watch, you know, movies or anything, but he does so much charitable work that nobody knows about, never talks about it. Never, you know, you would never find him tweeting about or going online incessantly. He'll mention some things if you, you know, but um, he is a community builder he has integrity uh, when he, for the most part, when he looks you in the eye and, and he speaks, you trust what he's saying. Trust is huge. Um, so what, what my, I guess my point is you could pick anyone, Ralph Ellison, you know, who wrote Invisible Man um, was, again, when you look into the depth of these people's lives and their brand, and a brand is not always, by the way, super popular. It may not be a popular brand. You may have the brand of the, of your doctor when you were a kid that uh, you loved to go see or a teacher or something, right? And their brand was a, a reassurance and trust and love. So my answer to the question is Tom Hanks in this case, because I happen to know a lot about him. He's also a popular media figure, but he does an immense amount of good. And he always does his best to create, to be inclusive, you know, to, to, to join people together and do things that are important and meaningful uh, while entertaining. And he's hilarious and he's diverse and all of that. So I think he's managed his brand of integrity very well. So that's someone I think of because like the others, there's a lot of things attached to the, the, the mechanism or what's called a rig. That's a positive term. A rig is something you think, a thought or an image you portray. And then all these things are attached to it. And once they begin to accrete together, there's this beautiful rig of your brand, right? So uh, in, in this particular case, or anyone that, that gives a lot, that is a big, big part of a real brand, of an effective brand. Mm, I love that. It, it, there, it's a bigger way to think about it, Christopher. So you just took something that we think of as relatively compact and expand and exploded it to say it has all of these different um, elements it to does. it right? that goes into that brand and that creates their feeling. Um, so a couple of folks out there. Uh, so let's see. Terry is giving us love. Thank you so much, Terry. Um, Terry. Favors, she's from Lagos, Nigeria, and really glad to be here. And we are so glad to have you. And she also said, Christopher, that she loved the phrase um, that you used. Oh, and then nice. clearing of identity crisis is the beginning of game changer and branding. So she really liked, Roz, your Roz. Out that when you begin to clear that up, right? Um, and then Terry Malcolm said, building trust through consistent messaging. That is so true. I really do want to dive into this part a bit, because when I think about brand, um, frequently what uh, comes to mind is entrepreneurs and business. But I want to say, if you are out there and you can hear the sound of my voice, you have a brand. You have yeah. a brand. Yeah, oh, yeah. everybody does. Intentionally cultivating it, right? Or aware of it or doing anything, but you have a brand. What is that brand for you? So thank you for that. And I'm going to let you uh, chime in in just a second, Christopher, so you can build on that. 
Faber says, Rhonda comes to mind. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that is wonderful. Thank you so much for that, Faber. And then Tamiako said, I agree. Oh, look, okay, I'll pay you guys later. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> so Malka said, what is an early step in finding your brand and how does one begin? Terry, that's a great question because as we're talking about this, right, we're saying you may not be doing it individually. So Christopher, I'm going to punt that question to you in just one second. First, we're going to do our Caregiver Card Chronicles so I don't get off track because I'm all excited, right? And so uh, we'll do the Caregiver Card Chronicles and then we'll come back and we'll ask Christopher to start the conversation around that for us. And how do you begin crafting and creating your brand? And we're continuing in our series, the Caregiver Car Chronicles. Caregiver Car Chronicles, yes. And so uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about five things every caregiver should know. Five things every caregiver should know. Number one, it's okay to be overwhelmed. Number two, it's okay if you can't do it all. That's why you give me a call. <laughs> it's okay to be scared. God knows I'm scared every day. It's okay to be angry. And know that you're going to have struggles on your journey. Here, here are the five things again. One, it's going to be overwhelmed. Two, it's okay if you can't do it all. Three, it's okay to be scared. Four, you're going to be angry on your journey. And five, the struggle is real. You're going to struggle, honey. Trust me. I have experienced all of this on both sides. Being the caregiver and also giving care. I'm Ross Jones. That's the Caregiver Chronicles for today. Bye. So wow. <laughs> I, I love that, right? And one of the things, and again, Christopher, you have managed to capture <clears throat> our individual brands, right? One of the reasons I wanted to do the Car Chronicles and the Greatness Minute is because both Roz and Marae have a brand that they contribute to this show, but they still have a brand that we want yeah. to bring that collective together and show who we are and what we can do when we come together. Right. So I, I don't want to I don't want to leave pieces about who Marae is, who Roz is. That is incredibly powerful and important yeah. in this. So thank you for always capturing that and bringing that in. And Roz, one of the things that wow. comes to mind for me about your brand as a woman on the move. Right, a woman on a mission. You are you are moving about, you are on the go, right? That's a part of your brand. You've developed that and built that into your brand. Uh oh, I think she was gonna add something in <laughs> Yeah, the caregiver's always on the move. So I think I represent them well, always riding the car, doing things, you know. So um when 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 Chris had the car with the little stethoscope flying in the air, my parents loved it, honey. <laughs> They loved it. Awesome. Well, I was inspired. I mean, it, I was just inspired. So that's all. I, I can't take credit. I just. That's <laughs> awesome. So Christopher, let's go back to Terry's question. And um, as you think about this question, what's an early step in finding your brand and, and where, how can we begin that process? Well, I have to shout out to uh, Dr. Uh, Teresa Dean Malcolm, who uh, I love dearly and uh, is an extraordinary human person, uh, citizen of the world, and her, her own brand is an inspiration, believe me. Um, it's a fantastic question. It is the question. So if you're fortunate enough, and I was so fortunate to meet the right people early on and have a very bizarre, wonderful set of circumstances that not everybody gets. And that trajectory, because of the people that I met and who mentored me, taught me this process and the value of the brand. They came from Disney and they came from the record industry and they formed an agency. And I was one of the first people that I, that I, they hired and I, I mentored under them. And they're just geniuses. Um, so to answer that fantastic question, uh, you know, Ron at the time, who was one of my mentors, Ron Swartz said, here's the thing about branding. People don't know what it is. They have a preconceived notion and that's all they run with. They're too busy to think about it. But let me, let me, let's not talk about branding directly. Let's talk about energy. And I was like, okay. And he said, here's why. Nothing gets done without having the sufficient amount of energy. 
All right. So it doesn't matter what your goals are. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what you're trying to do in life, your ambitions, uh, your uh, personality struggles, whatever. You are giving your energy to that. Anything you give energy to doesn't live in a vacuum, right? It affects everything else in your life. So if you're miserable at home, you're probably miserable at work. If you're miserable at work, I mean, you're probably not healthy. If you're not healthy, et cetera, et cetera. So that negative spiral, everybody gets into it. The world and the media, are, we just are saturated with bad news all the time. And if you were not raised in a family of optimists, what hope is there for you to really realize you can choose and control your brand in life? So he taught me how to do that. And or they all did, really, by example, by modeling. So to Terry's point, empathy is huge. And if you put your energy into empathy for yourself and how you can contribute in the world, everything else flows from it. Fulfillment, success, you know, your place on this planet and the short little stingy amount of time we get will have something beyond just your life and your needs. If you can contribute to other people, and if you can model self-control and generativity, you know, all, again, all of you do this, right? You give back, uh, you're a symbol for love and for productivity and for energy. You have your ambitions. Everybody wants to be successful. But be, having a thorough integrity rich brand is not mutually exclusive from succeeding in life and having all the material things you want. I always thought I wanted all that. And when you finally get it, it's just everybody's got to experience that, right? Once you get that, you realize this ain't it. There's a black hole there, a deep vortex that can only be filled by dismissing it. You don't have to have that hole. You can give to others. So to answer Terry's question directly, one begins by being aware that they need to work on their brand. They have to become aware. They have to see a need. Because if you're not curious about it, you don't see it's important, if you'd rather watch television or, you know, whatever, watch a game or something, then think about your life and your brand and who you are. Then there's really no hope in intellectualizing it and saying, here's how you go about creating your brand. They don't care. But for the rare few people that really do begin to have an opportunity to understand how important it is, branding is really pretty much everything. Wow. Yourself, your attitude. And, and what I talk about that makes up a brand, it's common sense, right? It's not common practice, okay? So I like to pick the low-hanging truth, okay, as I call it. And focus, clarity, coherence, momentum, and evolution are what you are after. So those, those things all together, you already have inside you. There's nothing to get or gain. You're not going after something you don't have to get it and maintain it. Now use it and be it, right? You have all that inside of you to begin with. But sometimes it helps to have somebody model how to tap into and refine and kind of like an aperture on a camera, focus and laser those things into how you can contribute in the world and what you want to do with your life, what you see as your purpose, at least for right now. You don't have to pick a life's purpose if you don't want to. So... Wow. That's the first step. You want to see and desire the the need for your own personal brand, if for nothing else, to yourself. Okay? Then a brand extension of yourself into the world. Then you want to make sure you achieve the focus and the clarity and coherence, momentum, evolution. The way you do that is like a five-step process. Everybody has mm -hmm. different processes. This is what I recommend to my clients. Um, and the five-step process is... First, sit down. Don't share it with us. Don't share it with us yet, Christopher. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Sorry, don't don't, don't anyway. share the five steps yet because you said a lot right there. Yeah, there and is I a lot people, there. So. I want people to reflect on what you were just saying to Terry's question is, where do you begin with a brand? So yeah. a couple, two things I really took strongly from your conversation is, number one, you've got to care. You've got to be interested. You've got to be curious about it. It's got to be important to you for you to matter. I have this conversation with people. I'm, I'm like, who are you? And how do you want people to think or feel about you? And that's how you need to show up, right? So if you are just sort of like, hey, I'm just doing whatever and being me, well, okay, then you have a brand, but the brand is chaos, right? There is a such thing as having sort of a chaotic, disjointed kind of brand. And that's okay if it's okay for you. But if that's not what you want, then it's up to you to be intentional about that. So, uh, Roz, I, it looked like you wanted to add in something earlier. So I want to come to you. 
when he talked about the aperture with the focus of the lens, that's what happened to me when I figured out my identity. I was able to focus. You know what I'm saying? I was looking at a at, you know, I was looking through a wide angle lens at first because Jacksonville's best caregivers was running it and it wasn't Roz. But when Roz realized that I am the person that created the name, that created the content, that did all of this, then as he says, the aperture started to do this. Mm -hmm. Make sure I got like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then I was able to get focused and then to really start connecting with my people because when you're so far away, you don't have a connection. But as you, as it says, you find out who your avatar is, who your people are, who you can, then you can niche down and you can connect with them. Everything else doesn't make a difference. But once you get to that customer, the one that you're really supposed to serve, it's a game changer. And I just mm. wanted to add that part. Thanks, Absolutely. Chris. Thank you so much, Roz. So I'm going to come to Marae now because, Marae, I want you to, to react to what you're hearing as well. And before I do that, I want to just ask everyone, if you're out there, don't forget to share. Take a um, take the a, the link to this video and share it out because there is someone out there who is going to thank you for sharing this information that they can use to elevate their own brand. So, Marae, uh, we're going to come over to you. Yeah, I just wanted to come back to to the question, uh, and, you know, and and I think for me, I mean, for me, it was more about. You know, when, when I really started to create this strong brand that I have now, it was more something that I was missing before. And, you know, and, and I saw that a lot of people were also missing it. And, uh, and so I started to look at what I went through and the knowledge that I had and, and build something on it. And it came as, you know, I'm an engineer and I think a lot of people think that engineering is just for scientists or, you know, people who, who do math or anything. But at the end of the day, we all engineer. We engineer our life. We engineer our thoughts. We engineer every single day. And that's how, you know, I started to say to translate that into the real world because a lot of people don't understand and they need it to really come out and, and be powerful in everything that, that they do. And that's really how I started to, to build this brand, realizing that there's a concept that exists in a you know in a certain uh, industry that we think that is only limited to this industry but in a way it's 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 valid for all of us and and that's that's really where you know this brand was you know comes from absolutely no that's really good and and as you're engineering your life mm -hmm you are engineering mm -hmm. your brand, right? As exactly. an extension of that. And so that's mm -hmm. so important. So, so let me go to um, a couple of comments here. Uh, Tamiako loved the Caregiver Card Chronicle. So she wanted to thank Roz for that. And then the Caregiver Card Chronicle for today was inspiring. So we had two comments on the, the Card Chronicles. And then also um, Faber said that energy, nothing gets done without consistent amount of positive energy. This is an amazing comment. and. Favor, it's so important what the energy that we bring is what we will receive, right? It's, it, it's mm -hmm. what comes back to us in the process. So um, Favor also said, what great awareness, focus, clarity, momentum, and what? She lost it. But hold on, Christopher, because Terry had her back here. Terry said, focus, clarity, empathy, energy, and momentum. I'll double click on all five. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and then Favor said, thank you, Teresa. <laughs> so, awesome. Thank you all so much. This is what a community <laughs> is, right? We have each other's backs. My brother joined the show. Mm -hmm. Good morning, brother. Great to see you out there. Thanks so much for tuning Bye. in. Don't forget to share the video. And we're talking about branding. So I have a question now. Mm -hmm. um, my question now is, how does this show up for leaders? Now, when we often talk about branding, I hear it in the context of entrepreneurs and that sort of thing. As a leader, so I have a business that I, and I definitely, especially with Christopher's amazing help, I'm crafting a brand and an image and a feel in the community, but I also have a leadership brand that's an extension of that, right? And I try to show up consistently in those spaces. 
as a leader, our brand is absolutely essential because what is a leadership brand? So, Roz, uh, Marae, give me your thoughts on why a leadership brand is important. And then, Roz, I'm going to come to you and then I'm going to back into this, back into Christopher so he can share with us the importance of branding or your brand and leadership. Marae? Mm -hmm. but, but I think it's, it comes down to, uh, you know, what leadership is all about. Leadership, it's about, you know, vision. It's about purpose. So in a way, your brand has to reflect this purpose that you have, this mission, this vision that you have. And, and I think that's, that's why it's important. It's you. It's, it's, your, it's the manifestation station of yourself that you bring into into this brand and and that's very important and and we've talked about the energy so this manifestation comes down to this energy that you bring so it it has to be it has to be right for you otherwise you can't function properly and you can't convey you know the the message or the the right energy to the people that you lead Mm. Yeah, so good, Marae. Mm -hmm. So good. Roz, what mm -hmm. about you? When you're thinking about being a leader, you have an organization, you have a team. How does your brand relate to your leadership? The brand relates to my leadership, just like what Marae said, through the message and consistency. Because if if you're operating in chaos, then that's what you're going to portray is chaos. So if people don't see you being consistent, but they also want to see you fail. They want you to be transparent about your face. Hey, I messed up. Just like I said in the Caregiver Car Chronicles, hey, I have bad days too. Don't think I get up here and you know, my face is beat to the gods every day. No, honey, I look like Boogarilla some days. You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> I look like Jaquita Alizé Jenkins, my alter ego. You understand what I'm saying? But being, being a leader is <laughs> also being transparent being consistent, having a strategy and having a plan. And, you know, tr and with that, it reduces the chaos. It builds you as a, as a, as a industry, uh, industry leader and a subject matter expert. It's not that we're not going to have bad days. We're going to mess up, but they're fewer and far between when we put ourselves in this position. Thank you, Rhonda. Mm, awesome. Thank you so much, Roz. And, and um, Tamiako said, absolutely, Marae, your brand has to match your vision. And going back to Christopher and circling back to him on this, if you don't have awareness, if you don't have the vision for where you really want to go as a leader, that's where your brand begins to suffer. And <laughs> Tamiako said, a boogarilla. Yeah, that was a new one for me too, Tamiako. <laughs> that's great. Oh my God. So Christopher, as you crack up about that, so <laughs> leaders need to be thinking about their brand and, and how, how does that relate to your ability to, to lead? Well, I can tell you that's a fantastic question. And branding is one of those abstract concepts that lives in both the practical world, right? What can it do for me? Why do I need a brand? How's it going to serve me? How can I make money? I want to generate revenue. I want to be successful. I want to be whatever. Here's this thing that I have in mind and I want to attract it. Have my brand be leveraged for that. So I teach and have worked with and learned from a lot of very high-end celebrity leaders, you know, CEOs, uh, different blue chip companies, and all the way down to, you know, small entrepreneurs, all, all genius people. But, um, in training them to understand, you have to straddle both sides of what a brand is. A brand is something you do, right? It's not just something you are, like courage, right? You don't, you aren't courageous. You choose to do courage. You may be terrified, you may be broken, but when you choose to do courage, you are exemplifying courage. So your brand on one hand has to be how I look at the world. And, I, and we used to have retreats, total immersion retreats, and we would teach leaders how to rethink their lives. And we spent about half a day on just two questions. And the two questions um, most of the time were, what are you paying attention to? And what is that doing for your brand? Mm -hmm. And we just have them meditate. So breathing, getting oxygen into the brain. And so it's something they never did. The hypertension, they're stressed as leaders, right? 
And I would say, stop thinking of yourself as a leader. Just for a couple of days, just stop that, right? Are you leading? Are you leading yourself to begin with? Um, and are you leading by example to the people you care about? I don't care what your title is. You're no more a leader if you're a CFO than you are if you're a manager of a team. Or are you? How do you lead? Are you influencing others to move forward? Are we better today than we were yesterday? Is there quantitative and qualitative changes in the attitude or the culture of the team or the organization or your family or even yourself? Are you saying no to that second martini, you know, uh, or whatever it is? So define what health and success and you know what I mean? But in as far as earning money, what? We're still, we're still reacting to the martini. Hold on. We're still, re Christopher's moved on and Rods and I are still over here going, no, no, no. I didn't say, um, didn't say everybody, okay. everybody, everybody has something, right? But Sorry. that's really an answer to the question. So you, don't, don't worry. Don't think people get caught up in names and all that, right? A brand is not a name. You may associate the brand, um, you know, Ford or uh, uh, Disney or any of that with the person. But but really, the bottom line is if you're leading and when you're leading, you've got all these things you're holding in your brain and all these objectives everybody else wants you to meet and that you want to meet. So in terms of conducting yourself and modeling the leadership behavior, stop thinking of yourself necessarily as a leader, right? And simply focus on leading. Manifest a leader type of attitude, a generative, inclusive, big thinking, high energy, center of gravity, an axis mundi, right? In the middle there, where you influence everyone around you to do better and be better and grow their own brain. That's real leadership. And that's how you plug into meeting all your quarterly goals and your shareholder goals and your stockholder goals. Uh, it just all extends from that because all a company is or a team or department is a length and shadow of the person leading it, right? That's an extension of the person moving the team in that direction. But what you can really do is teach them to help move themselves as leaders. If you're a leader of leaders, you're a servant leader. That's the best leader methodology there is. Hmm. Love that, Christopher. I so we've got some reactions out here. First of all, Ambassador Join. Hello, great to see you. Good to see awesome. you. Amazing women putting energy together. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Tamiako said, Thank you for this episode of branding. I've always thought of branding when it comes to Yay. businesses and not as a person. So this has helped me identify my personal brand. Absolutely, Tamiako. So glad that you have that insight. Um, Christopher, mm -hmm. thank you for sharing the powerful insight. And Favors says, influencing others to move forward. Definitely something to think about. And then Regina said, welcome, brother. Such a blessing to have you. Mm. So I want to go to, uh, we're going to come back and talk more about this. But first, we're going to do our Greatness Minute because our time is just flying by as I knew it would today. So let's do the Greatness Minute first. And then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about branding. This is Mariah, the Greatness Engineer, with you today. Welcome to the Greatness Minute. And today I want to talk about the importance of having the right people around you. Because as far as greatness is concerned, you want to be surrounded by people who are supporting your vision, people who are going to support you when challenges arise, people you are going to learn from, and people who are really positive about what you're trying to accomplish. And to do that, I encourage you to clean your network because not everybody in your network is for you. Not everybody in your network has your, um, your mission at heart. So go and clean your network, put expiration dates on people who are going to be a blockage for you to go to the next level of your greatness. So as you know, as I just, you know, explained to you, I want you, the next step for you, I want you to go and put expiration dates on people who are going to be around you and stopping you to go to the next level of your greatness. And just, you know, keep the one that are going to help you to go where you want to be, to fulfill your dreams and to become the best version of yourself. So that's all I have for you today. And I see you next week.
Awesome. So I think that's just perfect. It's just perfect for our conversation, Marae, because Christopher mentioned leading yourself in the process of creating your brand. And in fact, forgetting about being a leader, but just figuring out how to lead, right? To start leading. A part of that is in your engineering and your greatness. So thank you so much for sharing that uh, greatness minute. You are helping us grow each week with that. So we're going to move on. But Regina says, my mind is blown, Christopher. Regina, be specific. What did we blow your mind about? I'm really interested in this because I want to see what people are really taking away from the branding conversation. Right. And is it about your personal brand and just the awareness and the coherence that's necessary to focus and the energy? Or tell us a little bit more about that, Regina, why we why Christopher blew your mind. I mean, he blows my mind all the time, but I want to know why he blew your mind. And then Tamiako said, clean your network now. (laughs) Absolutely. And then uh, Terry said, um, Roz and Murray, great tips packed into 60 seconds. I know, right? It, I just absolutely love um, how they are able to share their brilliance with us. So we don't have a ton of time left. So let's talk more about this branding thing. So Christopher, as we think about it, um, give us a few more. You started to share with us five um, elements and five things that we can do. So go ahead and share those with us as we begin to really think about practical strategies for improving, enhancing, or creating our brands. Fantastic uh, cue up there. <laughs> um, I have to say, I've never been a fan of bullet pointed items. And uh, Terry Malcolm can tell you that. And I've told you that I don't like the term marketing either at all, even though that is kind of an adjunct to what I do. But um, the five steps I identify because I realized that the way to engage people is to make it easy. Right. So what, what's easy gets done, right? If you're going to run every morning, you put your running shoes next to the bed. So as soon as you roll out of bed, there they are. You don't have to drive to the gym and do all this other stuff. Make things easy for you and you'll do them. Um, so the five steps that I identified that I help, I try to help clients um, adhere to in, in the beginning. It's just a launch pad, if you will. Um, first of all, you have to be very clear about what you're willing to do and willing not to do. So this has to do with where your place is in the world, how you think of yourself, how you conduct yourself. Am I willing to lie to get what I want? Or am I willing to endure sometimes painfulness of, ha- of having integrity and standing up, speaking truth to power? You know, What am I willing to do? What am I not willing to do? And that's not actually a step. That is step one, but technically it's the first part of step one. So you have a clear idea. What do I want? Right. What am I willing to do with my life? And what does an ideal brand mean to me? Sometimes people get stuck. They don't know. I don't know what I want. Well, then look at a brand you don't like. Look at something a company's doing that you find abhorrent. Maybe they're using child labor. Or maybe you just can't stand the personality of the leader of the organization or their advertising is hyped and, and, and that type of thing it just turns you off. So knowing what you want can be easily defined by making a list of all the things you don't want and then flipping it. So then you can live up to the things, the ideals that you want. By the way, this is also a plastic and permeal kind of process. It'll keep growing. It's, it's an evolutionary process. Your brand will grow as your awareness expands. So step one is basically the first half of step one. Know what you want and are willing to do and what you don't. Uh, The actual step one is to draft a charter. That's a summary of all the things that you think and believe you want your organization or your company, your group, your endeavor, your campaign, whatever to stand for. Here's my charter statement. This is what we believe. This is who we want to try and be. Here's our mission statement. This is what we live up to. Just kind of a summary charter statement. And that's kind of a true north. It's like a magnet for you and your organization to stay true to that. Uh, Step two is create your persona. Okay. So are you courageous? Are you playful? Are you trustworthy? Are you provocative? You know, you're all very funny humor. I was taught that humor or humor, right? Makes you more. So if you're willing to laugh at yourself and be a, a, be a, have a sense of joy and humor. There's a lot of energy in that. People remember enthusiasm. Too many people are just dead. <laughs> you got to have your spirit and theos, right? Enthusiasm, God within. So number two is 
what is your persona? How do you want to portray that? Number three would be, um, what's your messaging meridian? Like, how do you want to communicate? Are you fast? Are you slow, high, low, positive, negative? Are you serious? Are you authoritative? An engineering firm is going to have a very different brand, right? Right? Then let's say uh, an amusement park. So figure that tone out and the way that you're going to use your content and your messaging. And in everything, by the way, social media, conversations with people, meeting with vendors, whatever. Number four is what's your style? You know, what's your genre, if you will? Uh, I take vitamin F every day. That's funk. I listen to Ohio Players. I love every funk band. Terry Malcolm will tell you I dig funk. There's never going to be another energy movement music like funk. <laughs> so I love that because I think that has soul and energy and focus and optimism. That's my brand, obviously. Um, or I try to make it my brand. And the last step is most important, probably above everything else, because this will all be a manifestation of this step. Number five is what are your values and principles? What, what is it you want to achieve? How good and benevolent or malevolent do you want to be in this journey? And once you decide those five things, now we've got a really good foundation to build a lasting, impactful brand on. And one that you can believe to, too, because last thing I'd like to say about is <clears throat> the brand, as I learned, no matter what's going on in your life or your business, it's like a shelter in the storm. It's a constant purpose and a mission and a thing you can cling to for safety and har safe harbor, no matter what's going on in the world or the economy or politics or any of that. You have your brand, and that is a very, very strong, powerful place to always be. Wow. Wow. I love those, all of those five steps. I hope you all caught those five steps. I'll try to summarize them in a, a post video after this, but those were amazing. And whether you are just starting out thinking about your brand, whether you are refining your brand, if you are a leader and never knew that you had a brand or you should be thinking about your brand, these five steps are, um, I think, really important and valuable steps for you. So let's take a quick pause. And I want to ask a question. I want to ask you your top two. I'm not going to skip it this week. I'm doing <laughs> it this week, people. OK, I know the conversation's good, but I want to hear your top two. And we're going to ask the question of your top two right after this. Okay, so the top two question of the of this week is what are the top two superpowers you wish you had? What are the top two superpowers you wish you had? So I don't know about y'all, but I watched all kinds of superheroes coming up and cartoons and all kinds of things. So think about the two superpowers that you would like to have. Hmm. Let y'all ponder that for a second. <laughs> and if you're out there in the audience and you're still out there listening, then I want to know your top two superpowers also. All right. So let's see here. While y'all are thinking, I'll go first. I'll start with my top two. So my top two superpowers, I would love the ability to teleport. <laughs> I would love the ability to just blink my eyes and end up in another location. I could bypass airports traffic, all kinds of things. If I could just tell, teleport. Nice. The other one superpower that would be really cool is mind reading. Can you all see? I'm, I'm doing it now. <laughs> mind reading would be so cool. It would be very dangerous, but I, 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 I promise to use it appropriately. So, <laughs> all right. So awesome. Christopher, do you have your top two? It's such a great question. Um, I think my top two might be number one, to be able to speak any language. Oh. If I could speak every language, I could communicate or engage with people at any level, make them laugh, talk, their, learn their cultural you know, uh, predisposition, all that stuff. And I think that would be a, a big step to respecting them and uh, learning a lot more. I love to learn, I'm addicted to it. And I think language is it. The second one is I'd love to always have the right change. You know, like we, so few people have the right change. If I could just swoop down and like, I, I wish I had a buck 50 or a dollar 75 or what, I could just give the right change to people anywhere. 
Uh, so always having the right change would be the other one. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. That That's two superpowers for you. Roz, what about you? What are your top two? You do, to be honest with you, my top two superpowers would be to wipe out poverty and hunger. Mm. Mm. There's somebody out there that is on the same wavelength as you. Thank you, Roz. That would be, that's very cool. What about you, Marae? What are your top two? So my my first one is uh, to be able to change, you know, my my physical appearance. Uh, I can be an animal today. I can be a person today. I can be white today, and you know, so just have this flexibility, and and I'll have all the experiences that come with with it. And then the the second one is more about you know uh, having the possibility to have uh, bring some people that i love back you know uh oh. from you know people who are dead that i've lost and you know bring them back and uh, and have them with me and you know even for a few minutes if they and and bring them back if they have to to go back <laughs> wow, wow that's nice Wow. And one of the things I love about this is you never know the responses that you're going to get from some of the questions, right? So I absolutely love that part. Favor said to solve mm -hmm. everyone's problems and to be forever young. <laughs> wow. If you figure out the forever young favor, do please share. Don't keep that one to yourself. So Regina said Superman powers would be to be a polyglot. What is that? Polyglot. Polyglot. Speaks several languages, yeah. And to be in every country or city with the snap of a finger. Boop. See that awesome. whole teleportation thing? I'm trying to tell you. It is. It, it would be magical. All right. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So as we move to wrap up, and, and Terry... Terry, you're so right. We say this all the time that we need a part two. Terry said, fabulous branding framework, Christopher. We we You have to come back to advise oh, how to evolve your brand. Looking forward to part two. My pleasure. We just did Thanks, not Terry. have enough time. We never do. So I am. Uh, and then she's got her top, her two superpowers, teleportation and to clone inclusive leaders. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a really awesome. good one. I miss Tamiyako. She said x-ray vision and invisibility. And invisibility. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> Just disappear nice. at the snap of a moment. We'll be looking around. Wait, where's Tamiyako? She was here. <laughs> so that's fabulous, everyone. We're going to look to uh, wrap up. So we need to do two things. We need to do our final segment, and we need to hold up our cups and get our coffee cup picture shot. Christopher's got two cups. <laughs> got it. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And so as we wrap up, what do you want others to take away from this conversation, right? What are those final thoughts that you would hope that they would walk away from this branding conversation with? And if you're out there and you're watching, share with us what you're walking away with. What did you take away from the discussion and the conversation today? So uh, we're going to start our final um, discussion on uh, what we put in your cup right after this. All right. So as we wrap up, let's get your final thoughts. Roz, let's start with you. What are your final thoughts or takeaways that you hope that we put in, in someone's cup today? I hope that they heard what Chris said when he talked about adjusting the aperture so that you can niche down and focus. So adjust your aperture mm. so you can see yeah. better. Mm -hmm. Good one. Awesome. Thank you so much, Roz. Murray, what about you? Uh, for me, the uh, the five words, focus, clarity, empathy, energy, momentum, really uh, resonated. And the most important thing is, you know, we, we have to get the awareness and, and want to work on our brand. Otherwise, it's not happening. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Marae. And, and I think, I guess that requires understanding its value, right? And, and how your brand supports and serves mm -hmm. your greater mission. 
And, and if you're not aware of that, then it's it's not going to be something that you value and um, and you won't mm -hmm. put much time and attention into it. So, um, Christopher, what are your final thoughts um, and, that you would like to share with, uh, you know, branding and the importance of what you want people to walk away from this discussion with? Well, it it is not original, but, you know, all truths are foundational to our perception of reality and there are no new truths right there's just discovering a new way to phrase old truths um but one of the most fundamental truths is you know have a a a kind mind and a smart heart as you're going about your life and when you're planning things and focus only thoughts become things so focus only on what you want to generate only on the best positive outcomes and reflexively deal with anything that doesn't go the way you think it should. It always turns into something that is good for you. Just know that, right? So keep that in your heart and your mind. And <clears throat> that character, especially brand character, not career success is the key, I think, to a life of consequence. So just remember that, focus on your character, focus on empathy and your place in the world as far as being a conduit to love productivity, yes, revenue generation and all that, but focus on fulfillment in your brand character more than success per se, and it'll just find you. Mm -hmm. No, I love and that. And surround yourself with amazing people that are smarter than you. That's what I've, <laughs> that's the key to my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you so much for that, Christopher. And uh, I'm not going to ask where people can connect with you. I know you're not taking on new clients right now, but uh, I just want to say you have been amazing, my friend. You have given our brand a lift and a look. You have brought my vision to life and what I hope for. It's become an extension of everything that I do, and it makes me more aware. I am constantly wanting to be sure that I show up, <laughs> that I show up and that I am representing my brand um well so thank you for all you have done um thank out you. there mm -hmm. thank you everyone favor said cleaning my network and the five steps influencing others to move forward thank you all favor thank you so much for tuning in it's been wonderful to have you here regina said she's walking away with knowing who you are and to be the brand understand what it means to lead christopher is a sea of knowledge and amazing individual thank you for being here <laughs> oh. Enjoyed wow. you and Thank learned you. so much. Great show, everyone. And, and with that, we are going to get ready to wrap for the day. And I just want you all to take away, go back, watch the replay. If you missed something or something, um, you know, you didn't catch something because there was a lot here, right? So feel free to go back and digest it. But then the most important takeaway for me is to do something with it. We get a lot of information. The world is full of information. So what? means absolutely nothing if you don't do something with it. And that's why we show up here for you every single week when we're in season on the Coffee with Rhonda show, right? We wanna give you something to support, elevate your brand, your leadership ability, and your ability to leap above the grind. So with that, we are going to get ready to say farewell for this week for my guests and my amazing special guest today and my co-host join me in the debrief room the link is posted for us and for everyone else we will see you next week uh on and we got one final comment that came through thank thank you to all of you amazing leaders absolutely thank you so much tamiaka so for everyone else we'll see you next week back here on another episode of the coffee with Rhonda show until next week Hey!